What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. It's Friday, April 16th. I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is Reopening America. Retail pharmacies are a huge part of the administration's plan to get the country vaccinated. But privacy watchdogs are raising red flags and want oversight in how these pharmacies might be using personal information to boost profits. In many cases, to sign up for your vaccine, you may need to hand over phone numbers, emails, and even more personal data. Mohana Ravindranath, eHealth reporter at Politico, joins us for more. Thanks for joining us, Mohana. Thanks for having me. The Biden administration has bet really big on retail pharmacies and this whole rollout of the vaccines. You know, we're sending millions of doses to CVS, Walgreens, Rite Aids, Walmarts even, all obviously in the effort to uh, get as many people vaccinated as possible. But what also is happening right now is there's a lot of privacy watchdogs that are sounding alarms on, you know, the information that you have to hand over when you're trying to book your appointment, whether it be phone number, email, both. In some cases, some of these places make you sign up for like an online portal and you have to give some personal information there. They say they're using it to track people and give them reminders when it's their vaccine time and schedule appointments are up. But, you know, they could also be using it for some other things. So, you know, that's what the concern is. So, Mohana, tell us a little bit more about this, please. So we know that national retail pharmacy chains are a big part of the federal vaccine rollout. And what we're finding is that to be able to get these slots, people often have to make an account or they have to share some information with like a CVS or a Rite Aid or a Walmart to be able, in some cases, to even find out if they're eligible or to find out if there's a slot available. So the question now becomes, what can pharmacies do with that data? And, you know, we know that retail pharmacies have for a long time had huge amounts of data on people that are going in for flu shots or refilling their prescriptions and and things like this. They also have marketing. They have uh, information on people's buying habits based on what they buy sort of at the front of the store. But the question arises now when they're part of, you know, the public health emergency response and they're, you know, collectively uh, offering millions of doses of a life-saving vaccine. Um, what does that mean for people that potentially don't have a choice 
but to make an account with a Walmart or a Sam's Club or something like that in exchange for the vaccine. So one of the things we're looking at is, you know, are they able to use that information for marketing or uh, are they able to sign you up for a loyalty program? And uh, based on our review of these sites, often these companies don't make clear how they're using that data. And we have companies like CVS who have been very upfront about their plans to, in the future, use this information for turning these newcomers into repeat customers. Yeah, that was uh, very interesting. Uh, You know, and, and so these pharmacies have a lot of room to collect these user customer data and everything, they can't use a lot of your health information, sensitive health information. So there's a distinction there. But that number and that email, as you mentioned, they can use it for a couple of other things there. But tell me about a little bit more about that. Uh, There was like some memos or something going around talking about how, because you're supposed to wait about 15 minutes uh, after you get your vaccine to make sure you don't get any reactions. And this was a key moment where they can help turn these uh, people getting their vaccines into longer term customers. How, How did that work out? So it's interesting as I talk to these companies and, you know, the participants in this retail rollout are not just huge national pharmacy chains like a CVS, but also networks of independent pharmacies. And I think what they're doing right now is they're trying to figure out how do we make this into sort of a business opportunity somewhere down the line. Of course, they will all tell us and, you know, no reason not to believe that this is, you know, it's it's a crucial part of public health response, of course, that is their main priority. But then um, we also know that it's not really a moneymaker for them. And so I think they're realizing that they do have access to huge amounts of data as part of this hefty rollout. So they're thinking about how they can sort of, you know, increase brand awareness. You know, some of the independent, the smaller independent pharmacies are thinking, you know, how can we let people in the community know who we are, people who have never come to us? And in the case of CVS, it's like, how do we tell people that have never come to CVS before? who we are and what we do. So I I see a lot of these pharmacies thinking about um, how this really cumbersome rollout process can be valuable somewhere down the line in terms of, you know, marketing or building their healthcare response. And some of the uh, criticism for some of these privacy watchdogs is that when people go in and their flu shots, this isn't really done that way. They're not really collecting that type of information. So why would it be happening with this? And I get it. You have to make your appointment. The resources are low right now with the vaccines. But, you know, they're making those comparisons to flu shots where they don't really collect a lot of that information. If you're going to go, it's free and it's it's quick. I think there are a couple of things that make this different from flu shot rollout. I think the volume, the number of people that are you know being asked and expected to get the vaccine is probably greater than the number that generally gets their flu shot. So I think that there is a difference in the the amount of data that they're getting from a larger number of people than they normally would. But there's also this question of, you know, do people always have to create accounts? I think people are often able to drop in for their flu shots. And a lot of these pharmacies are not allowing you to just drop in for your COVID shots. You do have to make an account. In some cases, that account is kept separate from their marketing databases. But at least these companies are telling me that in some cases they are keeping the uh, COVID-19 vaccine sign up separate from marketing databases, but some companies have not been as explicit. And so what has the reaction been to this, at least from the retail pharmacies? So, you know, retail pharmacies often will tell us we collect the amount of information that is necessary to track second doses or to administer the doses. But also what I'm finding is that there's a wide variation in what retail pharmacies collect at the point of sign up, right? So in our review, my colleague and I, when we were looking through all these portals, we're finding that Places like Walmart and Sam's Club require you to make an account first before you even look at eligibility, before you can see scheduling. Other places will let you look at scheduling and eligibility before you make an account, but you do have to make an account to sign up. And so it's really interesting to see the wide variation in what people have to share. Um, Places like Rite Aid, for instance, will ask for your social security number. Not everybody does that. 
And so what the amount of data that a person has to share and I think how it's used will vary depending on the pharmacy. And I think that's where privacy watchdogs are also raising the alarm. Mohana Ravindranath, eHealth reporter at Politico. Thank you very much for joining us. Thanks so much. I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this has been Reopening America. Don't forget that for today's big news stories, you can check me out on the Daily Dive podcast every Monday through Friday. So follow us on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine. Hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more.